So today, I believe we're at episode 24. Welcome. Today, going after Justin Trudeau. We're coming for you. So apparently, Justin Trudeau and his liberal majority created a slush fund that they can spend to the tune of $7 billion. These are tax dollars, okay? Now, the $7 billion slush fund, he doesn't have to disclose any details until after the 2019 election. Now, knowing what liberals do, knowing what they do, they have this uh, tendency to, to tr- attempt to consolidate as much power as they can. Power, power, power. We have to combine everything and run everything and get our fingers in all of the businesses and regulate everything to death. This is what liberals do. They do this all over the world. Liberals have no business being in government, number one. Number two, this type of slush fund is the very uh, type of thing that is the vehicle for them to win in the 2019 election. They're going to spend $7 billion to buy the Canadian election. Now, this is the guy that that, that ran on transparency. He said all of the buzzwords, transparency in government, you know, uh, and so they continue to rob the taxpayers of Canada, okay, without any accountability. And there's, I'm finding less and less people who agree that anyone on the conservative side, the conservative opposition side, uh, we're not seeing the same level of uh, displeasure towards them. There's a few holdouts here and there. Some of, some of them are probably bots, liberal bots, Soros bots. Uh, we got another uh, story coming up about Soros' involvement in the Canadian, uh, in the Canadian government. Uh, I can <laughs> tell you. I'm telling you. These people, so they spend millions of dollars. And in this case, they're looking to spend billions of dollars. Just spend it. Billion with a B. And, and it's ridiculous. It's absurd. This is the kind of, this is the straight out of the Obama playbook. And it's always these, it's always these spoiled rich kid types. Now, if anyone's under any illusion, uh, Justin Trudeau is a puppet, okay? He's a puppet. But when he doesn't have any answers to anything, he goes straight to Obama. What do I do, Barack? Barack, what do I do? And Obama tells him, I got this book here. This is, how we, this, is, this is the book that tells us how to destroy the United States. Here's the, here's the library. Well, go look it up in the library. We've got a library that tells us how to overthrow governments. And Soros, that's his whole thing, overthrow the governments. He thinks it's a game. He thinks it's a game. And so then, like, it's unfortunate that these people are going to have a rude, a rude awakening, okay? And it's a very, it's an extremely dangerous game that they're playing. It's an extremely dangerous game. But yeah, and who's to say, okay, who's to say that that $7 billion uh, won't be used to equip jihadis that they've been importing with military gear and weapons, okay? So you definitely have a problem in Canada. You definitely have, uh, you have a problem. And it better, Canadians better get something done about it. They need to get something done about it. Like this guy has to go, okay? He's ruining, he's ruining Canada. And he's been told, he's been influenced by these people who have, who have told him, yes, we'll back you up. We've got your back. He doesn't even realize these people will, will cut bait the instant 
they see it going south, they will be gone. They will be gone. You think Obama's going to show up and save the day? No, he's not. He's going to have his own problems trying to defend himself against the crimes that he's committed, that his administration committed while he was president of the United States. So Brian Lilly passed this on on his Twitter. He says, just remember that when the at CBC News asks you to install a browser extension <laughs> developed by a group funded by George Soros and other Democrat billionaires, they are asking you to let them and their New York partners collect data on you. So this is the kind of thing, this is the same play that the liberals uh, tried in 2016 uh, during the Hillary Clinton presidential bid, okay? She failed. Uh, but the, but this, these are the same tactics, okay? So when one of the ministers, one of the MPs says, well, we bought a bunch of buses, they got like 23 buses or whatever. What do you think those buses are going to be used for? What do you think those buses are going to be used for? Because we see a lot of brand new buses just busing people into um, uh, marches and events that they're having that are, you know, protests and stuff like that. So what do you think those 23 buses are going to be uh, used for? Yeah, they're going to be used to bus people around to uh, win in districts that they, that they need, okay? This is what liberals do. They cheat. They're liars and they cheat and they steal money from you. And the dumbest part about it is they actually have really, really stupid people who are liberals who are totally fine with it, who are totally fine with that. And, and they don't even realize it. And that's the reason why I call them stupid. It's because they don't even realize that even their money will be gone. Liberals will steal from other liberals, rob them blind, rob them till they have nothing. And when they complain about it, the only thing that they can do is look in the mirror and realize that they, were, they caused that to happen to themselves. It's like asking, it's like helping somebody rob you. Now, CBC up in Canada, they get government funding. The reason why they get government funding is because people don't want to pay for ads. Companies don't want to pay for ads. They don't want to have to spend money to promote their ad. The idea behind that is, well, the government can foot the bill there. These, these, are so, these type of ideas are so stupid. I've said this before. The, the way governments run is known. It's a known quantity, and it's... And it's it's quantifiable, it's known. The way the economies work, it's known. So in Canada, the, the idea that you would fund your national media, okay, particularly stems from the fact that those companies would not really be able to operate solely on ad revenue and consider themselves to be successful by the ledger. That's why the, that's why they look to, to their government to keep putting money in there because it's like a corporate welfare. Keep putting money in there so that, so that we can show that whatever our gains are, we have a baseline and whatever our gains are, are just the ads on top. It's just the funding that comes on top. Okay, so when you have this type, see this is the same ball of garbage that liberals uh, have been doing in the United States. It's the same ball of garbage. Okay, so I don't want you to be under any illusion that number one, Justin Trudeau is uh, just a prime minister, okay? And so make no mistake, he is attempting to overthrow Canada. The, the, the problem that he's going to run into is that once he destroys that country, he is under the false assumption that he's the one that's going to be able to be the only one to put it back together. False. That's false. 
and it's a miscalculation. And this is what liberals do is they miscalculate. Their whole plan, their whole program is a miscalculation. And it has to do with the fundamental misunderstanding of how the world and what the world actually is. So you can guarantee that um, when, th this is another classic case too, when the, when the government of Canada fails, and it will, do you think that the CBC is going to be like, hey, I think we can weather this? No, they'll fall too. <laughs> they will fall too. The funding will be gone. The money will be gone. There won't be any money to fund them with. And so then they won't have jobs. And when they don't have jobs, they won't exist as a company. And so, so, but in the meantime, they're going to be used as a tool of destruction, a tool for Democrats, for liberals to gain their seats, to gain control, to consolidate power. It's absurd. The whole thing is absurd. <laughs> Those people really need to re-examine themselves. This is what liberals do. They make up reasons to, to be in government. They make up reasons that, oh, they, so they, they spend so much time trying to convince you that they're the ones. Oh, I'm powerful. I'm powerful. If you were really powerful, you wouldn't have to say that you were powerful, number one. You also wouldn't have to come up with schemes to attempt to consolidate power towards yourself. You wouldn't have to do that, see? A person who actually has power doesn't have to do that. And so they, they have this fantasy. It's a fantasy of power that isn't real. And it all is based on, it all, at the root of it, is money. And this is how stupid these people are. When the government, when they tank the government, when they are not uh, enhancing that framework that the government uh, has in place to make sure that companies and individuals grow and prosper, okay, when they destroy that, there isn't anything to replace it with. And they don't know that. They think that, oh, no, everything will be okay. No, that isn't how it works, okay? Not only that, uh, in the process of doing all of these things, the people are, are now responding emotionally. And in their book, they say, yes, if you can get the people agitated, riled up, and then you're in control. <laughs> but that doesn't, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. They, they think that oh, if we create the chaos, then we're the ones in control. Incorrect. That chaos will eat you. The chaos will eat you. Dangerous game for you to play. Dangerous. Very, very, very dangerous. But here it is, being played out right in front of you, right in front of your eyes, just a mere months before the next election. Here they are gearing up to do the very same things they tried to do in 2016 in the United States. Now, in the last episode, we talked about some of the things that happened during that time period leading up to the election in the United States and, and the win by Donald Trump. And it's newly discovered uh, stuff as far as the timeline is concerned and some of the events that had happened and transpired within the first, within the few days leading up to the election, the actual election. And it's telling because it gives you, um, gives you insight into the lengths that liberals will go worldwide. They will go to these lengths. They will, they will attempt to implement this plan and overthrow the governments, do the thing, blah, blah, blah. So, and they're, they're so far into it. They're so far into it in the United States. No, they're so far into it that they are willing to kill people. They are willing to... Uh, have marches and have uh, protests and gatherings and, and openly call for people who obviously have a necessary need to defend themselves to give up their weapons, to give up their guns, to give up their means of defense. So now in Canada, the Canadians are seeing this play out. It's playing out exactly, it's the same playbook. So in the United States, what happened was they got caught. The liberals got caught. They got caught within just a few days of the election. And what, what happened? Some people might argue that that cost them the election. But the fact of the matter is, is that they put up a candidate that was worthless. 
She's proven she's worth it. She can't even walk down the stairs. She can't even take a bath without busting her wrist. And, and come to find out, come to find out, there might be something to this boot gate. Might be something to it. The reason why she was wearing a boot. Every, every single, huh, there was a number of liberals that were wearing boots. Just all of a sudden, everybody started to have these, have these boots on, busted ankles or whatever. Some story about some, well, I had ankle problems. Yeah. And then John McCain's wearing his on the opposite foot that, that he didn't have surgery on. Okay. So there's something fishy going on there. But here, in, in, so for Canada, it's the same type of thing. You've got a bunch of illegal stuff going on. You have people pilfering uh, tax money. You have them um, putting up, uh, making these slush funds and using this money or other money. Just, it's a huge ball of garbage. Okay. But they're using it against the people. When you see the government doing that, that's when you make sure that that government is not in power. That is when you make sure that government is not in power. You don't vote for them. You, you despise anyone that does and you get, you just get them out of there. They don't, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. They're playing a dangerous game that they don't know. They presume that it won't have any consequences for them personally. But I guarantee you, there are always consequences when you, when you do these types of things. And in this particular case, unfortunately, there will be consequences. Now, they go around and these elitists, they're, they're bent on de deconstructing the moral fabric of society. Okay? So, so... They've got all of these uh, laws that they're making, lowering the age of consent uh, for anal sex or just all kinds of just weirdo stuff, weirdo stuff. But it's time to delete these people. Delete them out of government. Delete them out of the public. These people should be shunned and, and they should not have a voice anywhere in the world, okay? They're criminals. They're criminals and they're disgusting. And I would go so far as to say that you should cut out of your life anyone who supports them. Just turn your back on them, walk away. I'm sure there's some, some of those individuals that are in government, they are there with a genuine heart to serve the people. But the problem is, is that this liberal government has gone above and beyond its mandate. Justin Trudeau is not going to be a dictator. He is not a king. He will not be a dictator. If he wants to be a dictator, I hear there's a job in Cuba that's open. There's a position open in Cuba. You want to go, go there and be a dictator. Now, so Justin Trudeau, uh, he's in France, and apparently he's telling these people in these places that he's going around the world that he's going to um, uh, sack the uh, oil sands and, and the pipelines, and, and he, just can't, he just can't get rid of them fast enough. And they're lauding this guy. He's like basically saying he's going to destroy his own infrastructure and his own wealth-building engine for Canada. And these stupid people in France are like standing up and applauding the guy. So I think what has happened here is we just have a large number of really, really stupid people, really stupid people that don't belong anywhere near government. They don't belong anywhere near the power. They got this fantasy stuck in their head that, oh, we're going to be the ones. We're going to be the ones. No, no, you're not going to be the ones, okay? Like in no way ever is any of that that you're trying to do going to work. It's not going to work. In Canada, too, this is so funny because it's a completely separate country that, uh, than the United States. It's not the United States. It's, it's quite a bit different than the United States. But when liberals in Canada get backed into a corner where they realize they don't have, uh, uh, they don't have anything to dig with as far as to get at their opponents politically, they always fall back to the old tried and true. First, they, they blame the previous administration, the previous conservative government, for everything. 
And when that starts to, to, to uh, not be as effective, they go and can start comparing their opponents, their political opponents, to Trump. <laughs> to somebody in another country. That's the, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. That's so strange. They think that, they think that Trump built this cult of personality. He did not. He did not build a cult of personality. Trump is doing, Trump is showing everyone that the job of president of the United States and the job of being elected as a politician is not that hard. It isn't that hard. So for decades, we've sat here and had all kinds of serious issues never get resolved. And the people that were elected to office, they'd go to Washington and they, they would have these ideas like, yeah, we're going to, I ran on this platform. We're going to, we're going to, you know, change this or do that. And it never got done. Why did it never get done? Well, now we're starting to find out after some of these facts have started to emerge that these people are uh, guilty of some pretty serious crimes. And the reason why we haven't heard about them before is because people would keep this on the, on the back burner, keep this on the down low and use it to manipulate those individuals coming in. Okay. So that's how they operate. They operate trying to hold stuff over your head. Well, I know where the skeletons are buried. You know, you're going to vote on this bill or, or else. Or else, I will make sure that you are embarrassed publicly by the truth, by facts. So they hide the truth when they, when they want to save something for later. And this is all these people do. This is all they do. So now you've got a new group of people who have had enough. A new group of people that have had enough. And they're, and they're talented enough and know what they're doing uh, as far as that quantified way that government works. They know what they're doing. And they come, just like Trump, they're coming in and going, this is how this works. It doesn't work any other way. And when they do that, Every one of those politicians looks like a blithering, blithering idiot. They look stupid. And now, and then they're revealed as fake. So they're fake people. They have a, they have a fake agenda that has nothing to do with, with serving the people, which is what they're supposed to be doing. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with serving themselves. You know, Bill Morneau, he goes in there and, and it's pretty easy to see that he goes in there and they put him in charge of something that he may have some expertise in, but the very first thing that he does is he goes in there and writes something that benefits himself. And he gets a slap on the wrist for it. Well, uh, yeah, I paid my fine. That's the other thing in Canada. Canada is a little too, goes a little too easy on their, on their corrupt politicians. They also go a little too easy on their criminals. Well, well, we want to be compassionate. Yeah, okay, so put somebody in prison for a while, longer. Well, well, we gotta, we gotta have programs that, you know, you know, we gotta, we gotta make sure they have somebody to talk to. Look, I'm telling you, people that have come out of prison don't need anybody to talk to, talk to. Well, I have, I've got problems. I've got problems. No. Yeah, uh, you do have a problem if you commit that crime again, because you'll go away for even longer. See, that's what they don't have in Canada. They don't have the harsh punishments and the harsh, you know, criminal, uh, they, they, they don't have that code there. They have a likeness of that code, but it's, but it, it, being compassionate at that level, this is what they think. They think that they're being compassionate, but in reality, what they're doing is um, allowing people to have a sense of, I can do it as long as I get away with it. And when I get away with it, the penalty won't be that harsh. And if, um, and when I get out, um, there's the idea that it's not going to be that big of a deal if it happens again. See, so there doesn't seem to be any, there's no crime and punishment there, really. So you have these people just going in and out, and if they do get caught in their criminal activity, they go in to prison, they come out, and there's, not, there's no change. There's no change. There might be a little bit of change, like, wow, that took a lot, took a lot out of me, you know, being, being locked up there. But there's no, you know, 
there's a there in the United States there were reasons why we had to inst institute um, the death penalty in, in some pretty serious cases, and the reason is because you'll have somebody that'll just go around like, well, I'll only get life in prison, so who cares? And I don't have a very good life out here anyways, and three hots in a cot for the rest of my life, why not? And so they just repeatedly commit crimes. This is the reason why we have these laws, to get these people out of society. They can't stay in society, okay? And so that's why we have, you know, stiff penalties. Stiff penalties. You can't have a nation of laws without stiff penalties. And you can't have a nation of laws when uh, you don't enforce those penalties and you don't enforce those laws. So this is the kind of thing that liberals do, and they think they're going to be the decision makers and the ones that are going to guide, guide the whole thing, and then they're going to be the ones in, in power and so on and so forth. So, so this Trudeau, <laughs> this thing about um, the Gaspal Atwal uh, affair in India, the fact that he, this guy, you know, he, he was convicted for attempted murder of, a, of, of an Indian MP, So like all of their, so essentially Trudeau lied about this guy being invited to dinner, okay? He lied about it. His office lied about it, he lied about it. Everybody ran away from it and they, they all acted like children caught when they're lying. They lied, okay? Now everyone's trying to absolve themselves of any liability for the fact that they all lied. And each one of them is pointing the finger at the other, but the fact of the matter is that they all lied. No, not any one of them is being uh, forthcoming with the truth about this whole thing that happened in India. Well, this is, this is childish. These are childish things that these people are doing. It's terrible, okay? It's terrible. Um, it's terrible that those people have, have, and their ilk, have reached into the power of management in Canada. It's, it, this, is like a, this is like the most absurd thing anyone in the world has ever seen. Now, I'm not talking about the sock thing, okay? I get the sock thing. If you've got a nice little campy little company that does socks, and they do custom socks, that's interesting, okay? And that's a product of Canada, and there's no reason not to, you know, promote that. But in the same light, there's just no reason not to promote a pipeline and to, to promote companies that build your infrastructure. <laughs> See, in the same likeness. But here he is, here Trudeau, uh, picking and choosing which ones he's going to support, which ones he's going to, you know, he's, he's picking and choosing. And this is what liberals do. They think that, okay, so now that I can pick the winners and, and, and the losers, I'm going to make sure that all my friends get all the money. And they steal. They steal the money. They, dereg they regulate everything in, out of, you know, into oblivion, out of existence, so that no one else has the corner on the market. They have the corner on the market. So these are people who, are, who would be cutthroat in business, and they'd be doing these hostile takeovers, corporate takeovers, all this other stuff. But then they take that same ideology, and they take it into government. And there's supposed to be ethics rules, an ethics uh, code, but there's rules that if they break these rules, they're, you know, these are felonies, okay? So Trudeau is the first prime minister in Canadian history guilty of, you know, four felonies. Four felonies and no prison time, no jail time, a $200 fine for four felonies? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about with the crime and the punishment, okay? The guy should have been kicked out of the office. He should have been kicked out of the office. So now he's, he's on a world gallivant, gallivanting around the world on taxpayers' uh, money, okay? <laughs> money that the taxpayers put in there so that uh, the office of the prime minister could function properly. And here he is traveling all over the world in a jet talking about climate change, taxing carbon emissions. When, when you exhale carbon, you exhale carbon dioxide, CO2 emissions, it comes right out of your body. The CO2 is then absorbed by plants, trees, plants, and vegetation, right? When the trees and plants die, they 
they start to decay. And when they decay, when they, decay they give off methane gas. Guess what is the second most common greenhouse gas? Methane. Why do you suppose that is? Because of its molecular structure? No, because, it's, because of its volume. Just by volume. So you measured the earth and you realized we, that, that methane, the decay of vegetation, dead vegetation, when it decays, gives off this methane. And, and there, are, there is so much of it that it becomes the second most potent greenhouse gas. Yeah, because by volume, yes. That would be correct that there is more methane. It's the, it, it, that would be number two on the list. What isn't correct, though, is that CO2 is bad for the environment. CO2 is not bad for the environment. CO2 <laughs> is the fuel of the environment. So if you eliminated all the CO2, you would still have a problem with methane because all the vegetation would die. And then the, and then the methane would be, which is the, considered the second most potent greenhouse gas, would then take over as, the, as number one. So that's all you're doing. That's all you're doing is just trading one for the other because you're attacking a system and trying to tax a system that, that is, it operates by itself in a natural process. And you've decided to tax one part of the process and not consider the whole process. I mean, it's absurd. This is like the, this is dastardly in how stupid it is. And so these are the same people who are talking about climate change all the time. And, and what they really mean is we don't want companies dumping toxic waste. <laughs> so you get, you, get, you get the environmental regulations confused with climate regulations. Two, cl climate and environment are two separate things, by the way. The climate is what is in the environment. The environment, <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, everything, they all talk about the, everything's got to be green. Everything's got to be green. Okay. Well, how green was it when they dumped all that sewage into the St. Lawrence Seaway? How green was that? <laughs> I mean, they said, well, we're, we have to do it because we've got to clean out these tanks and those tanks, you know, there's no other way to do it. No other way to do it. Now, a green technology in that sense, or a brown, let's call it a brown technology. The brown technology in that sense would be, you better come up with a better system to make sure that you don't have to dump raw waste, raw human waste into the rivers. And that's where your tax dollars should be going. That's where the money, the government should be allocating money for that to, or, or regulating the, the, the private company that's involved in that to make that happen, to make sure that they have enough room when they have to perform those procedures. Okay? You enhance the system. You don't, you don't just, well, um, I give up. We have, to, we have to do this, so we're going to dump this sewage. That's what you don't do. That's what you don't do. But it just, it's beyond... It, uh, it gets me uh, really worked up when I have to think about what is going through these people's minds? What is going through these people's minds? Like, the only word I can come up with is these people are stupid. Like, they, 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 and I can't comprehend myself. I can't comprehend that there's anybody that high up in government that's that stupid. I can't comprehend that there's anyone, that nobody's put this forward before. The fact that you're going to need an extra set of tanks so you don't have to dump the sewage in the, in the river. Nobody put that, nobody figured that out before now? Nobody figured that out before now? Oh, well, uh, we, it, you know, we don't have to do it very often, so... Dude, it was like tons. It was a lot. It was a lot. Well, well you know, the you know, fish eat it. You got millions of people taking a shit in the river. Millions. Repeatedly. That's how, much, that's how much sewage went into the river. And you guys want to sit there and preach about the environment? You want to preach about how you're going to tank industry? 
And it's astonishing that those people are like, oh yeah, that sounds good. And they stand up and they're clapping. Standing ovation. <laughs> so not only are they, so they found themselves in an echo chamber, chamber is what's happened. These liberals, they, they have, stupid liberals have told stupid other liberals in other countries stupid things. And what happens is they get a stupid response. And so the absurdity level is off the chart. I've never seen this before in my life. I've never seen it before in my life. Get out of government. Get out. France. Canada. Get out. Never heard something so stupid in my life. Greed. Your lust for power, which doesn't exist, by the way. Because you're looking like a, like a complete buffoon. I've had it. I don't have to put up with your stupidity and your ineptness. I don't have to put up with it. So know this, you're on status. You're on status. If I hear any more about this, how you're rigging elections and how you're manipulating people, I'm gonna shut down the whole thing. You've been told. <laughs>